The American Civil War had more than one cause, but it would not have happened without slavery. Saturday's rout of Scott Morrison's liberals has several explanations, but it would not have happened without climate. And that's according to Bob Kerr, writing on pearls and irritations, in a story headed, On Back of Urgency on Climate, Australia is Tipping Centre-Left. Life has been getting in the way just for late, and I've missed a few days of quick climate links, and the links are just piling up in my email box. So they are now in the triple figures, and so rather than go through the whole lot, I'll just pick out a handful and highlight those. But don't forget the Bob Carr link will certainly be among them. Writing on the conversation, Matt MacDonald, who is the Associate Professor of International Relations at the University of Queensland, said, Before the 2019 federal election, many people expected Australia would vote for faster climate action. That, of course, he said, didn't happen. But just three years later, that climate election arrived at last. The question, what changed? In short, he said, reality hit. Over the Morrison government's term, the East Coast was ravaged by black summer megafires. Then came the devastating floods. Those disasters proved to us what scientists have long predicted. Climate change isn't a future threat, it's here and now. The story, after many false dawns, Australians finally voted for stronger climate action. Here's why this election was different. You'll find a link to that story from the conversation in the show notes. Last month, somewhere off the coast of Maine, a small group of researchers and engineers released a series of tiny floating objects into the water. The team called them boys. They look more like a packet of uncooked Raymond noodles glued to a green party streamer than anything of the navigational or weather-observing variety. These odd jellyfish had one role in life, to go away and never be seen again. With any luck, their successors would soon be released into the open ocean, where they would float away, absorb a small amount of carbon from the atmosphere, then sink to the bottom of the seafloor, where their residue would remain for thousands of years. That's a story from the Atlantic. Kelp is weirdly great in sucking carbon out of the sky. Written by Robinson Meyer. And you'll find a link for that story in the show notes. As temperatures go through the roof, are our homes fit for summer? A story from the Melbourne Age says, There are entire towns in southern Europe that are whitewashed. Age-old examples of using light-coloured materials to reflect heat rather than absorb it in a bid to keep homes cool. Yet on the same day the latest IPCC report issued a warning to the world that it was now or never to stave off climate disaster, the New South Wales government abandoned its plan to switch to light-coloured roofs, among a suite of other sustainability measures aimed at improving building standards in the state. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. Writing in the New York Times in a story headed The Heat Is Already On, Paul Krugman wrote, Last week, Stuart Kirk, the head of responsible investing for HSBC's Asset Management Division, gave a talk titled, Why Investors Need Not Worry About Climate Risk, in which he declared it's no big deal. Who cares if Miami is six metres underwater in 100 years? Amsterdam has been six metres underwater for ages, and that's a really nice place. We will cope with it. Krugman went on. Kirk has reportedly been suspended, although the Financial Times reports that his theme and content 
had been approved internally before the talk. His self-immolation may be helpful in making a crucial counterpoint. Investors and more important human beings need to worry about climate risks right now. For climate change isn't something that will happen decades in the future. It affects are happening as you read this. While we may cope with it for a while, there will come a point when we can't, and the scale of catastrophe will be immense. You'll find a link to the Krugman story in the show notes. And here is something for the motoring enthusiast. According to Climate Action, Isle of Man TT races are set to be completely carbon neutral. The Climate Action story says... The Department of Enterprise is making steps to reduce the carbon footprint of this year's Isle of Man TT races with the recent appointment of strategic partner Positive Group. The partnership, the story says, will result in the first carbon neutral TT and Isle of Man-based Positive Group has committed to funding a carbon offsetting program that will cover the total emissions created by the Isle of Man TT races, including international visitor travel. The full carbon impact is estimated to be around 5,000 tonnes of carbon, based on data from 2019. However, the total 2022 emissions will be calculated post-event using a number of verified data sources, including the official race reports to capture racing emissions. You'll find the link to that story in the show notes. What we see um, right at the moment is community drive to actually have a just transition, to actually bring the whole community on a journey. And that communities will only really demand a just transition when they can see themselves in a just transition. Uh, Everyone's affected by a just transition or the lack of a just transition. We're working with the local power stations, but what we're all saying is we all need the certainty from governments. We need the regulations, we need the support to make sure that we move forward together and we're not left behind. That's a recording from the Sydney Environment Institute, an event held on Wednesday, April 6. The event was called Why Can't We Talk About a Just Transition from Coal in Australia? And you'll find a link to that recording in the show notes. From a drought to deluge. Only a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find a story about the climate. Now they are seemingly everywhere, and they're impacting on everything. That wraps up this episode of Climate Conversations, and within that quick climate links, thanks so much for your company. And until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. Thank you.